what you want, when you want it, where you want it. This is The Mesh. Welcome back to My Dad Watches The Bachelor. I'm Meredith, and I'm here with my co-host, my dad. Hello, Meredith. Hey, Dad. How are you doing? I'm doing very good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. So we it is it is Tuesday night, 10 o'clock. We just finished watching both episodes of this week's of The Bachelorette, and I have a lot of feelings right now. I, I'm I'm upset with myself because I've been sucked into this show, and and I need to I need to assume my dad role. I I, I can't let it get to me. Well, I I'm glad we're talking about this. I feel like this is going to help me process what I just watched with Ben going home. I'm very sad. I, I, I'm sad too, or I'm I'm disappointed because I thought Ben and Ivan should be the last two standing. I completely agree. Wow, we don't agree that often. Well, I I I, I fear that uh, Tasha has made a mistake, and you and I were texting a little bit, and I and maybe because you know Bennett uh, had a second life, I wonder is it possible that Ben might come back? I hope so. I would be okay with that. Or maybe like Tasha gets gets engaged to one of the other three and it doesn't work out and she gets a second chance with Ben. Well, I, I have some thoughts on that as we as we try to process two nights of the Bachelor Bachelorette. You know, and and um I I've, let's let's talk about some highlights. Okay. So I I have a few a few things to discuss from Monday night's episode, but overall, Monday was useless to me. I did not feel like we got a lot from the episode. I did not care for the men tell all, but I did enjoy Tasha's dumping spree Monday night with you know getting Blake out of the way, and then she's like, you know what, I'm really feeling myself right now. Let's send Riley out too. And I think she just got on like an emotional high and wanted to keep her streak going. And I, I, I enjoyed that. You know, we were we were cutting out the fat Monday night that we all knew was going to go. And no shock to to me, at least, who our top four was. I, I, I guess I'm not surprised by the top four, and 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 I feel what you're saying. I, I thought she did a good job of taking care of her business. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm not sure. I totally agree on the top four, but 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 that was fine, and and I I really respected the way that she she didn't linger over her decision. She went in and she was very decisive. Yeah, I like that. And then my other high from Monday night was um, Bennett coming back to the group before the rose ceremony, and he is telling all of the men that he came back and like told Tasha that he loved her and that cuts to Noah. And we see Noah with the biggest eye roll of the season. And that just gave me a good chuckle. Cause Noah's like, dude, I already got you out of here once. Why are you coming crawling back? Like this is just pathetic. So I, well, I enjoyed that. I, I did have as a highlight, the fact that Bennett lost more than once. He got to lose twice. And that, that did give me some pleasure there and 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 again he filled the role of being the the arrogant guy that uh, you really could dislike and and again you get credit for tagging him early as the the villain yeah i feel like you know 
we're getting it, it's a little bit of a trend the past month or two of of uh, the villain losing twice or more than once. I I, I can read between those lines, and I'm with you on that. <laughs> All right. Um, my other highs, Zach and Tasha's New York City date. I quite enjoyed watching Zach teach Tasha how to hail a taxi. I, I just found it quite amusing. I thought all of the hometown dates, like being super cheesy and pretending to be in whatever city the guys are from, I I found it I found it pretty fun to watch. Like The Bachelor is usually pretty cheesy in and of itself, but they were really embracing it this time. And I, I thought it was fun. It was very lighthearted and they had a good time and just watching them carry around their taxi from stop to stop. It, it was fun. And, and I'm a big fan of the New York pizza. I mean, I like most pizza, not Domino's. Sorry, Domino's. I guess they won't be one of our sponsors, but uh, I am a fan of the New York pizza. So uh, shout out to, to Zach on that one as well. Well, Zach's saying, have you ever had New York pizza? And there's a 0% chance what he is feeding her in that moment is New York pizza. That's what the mom said. She said the crust is way too crispy for the, for it to be New York pizza. But I didn't even uh, have to look at it. I knew that they didn't have New York pizza in La Quinta. Well, you're you're smart like that, so that's good. Yeah. So 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 another highlight that I had, you know, and I I I look for amusement in this show was uh, I I did enjoy the I was amused by the date that uh, Tasha had with Blake when they had Gita. A Riki and Crystal Master talking to them, and they were breaking rocks, looking at crystals, disrobing, uh, sitting on each other. We found out during the bloopers that uh, that uh, Blake was also pretty excited during the whole uh, experience. So I I I would I got some enjoyment, some some uh, amusement out of that date. Okay, well I put that as a low. Because I personally would hate that kind of date. Seems super awkward and like just not really into crystals or rocks or anything like that. And it was just too intense and serious of a date for how little they knew each other. Like based on what we've seen, I don't even know if Blake and Tasha have ever had a conversation. There's no spark there. And like the whole time, I think everyone watching the show knew that Blake was going home. Like it I did not enjoy it. I was just it was just something that we had to get through to to send him on his way. Well, I I I I would loathe going on a date like that as well, but I was amused by watching someone else go on that date and, and <laughs> it was so ridiculous that I I did chuckle a bit during it and uh so so I'm I'm but but no, I I agree with you that that would not be a a choice of dates that I would go on on either. Well, something that amused me was Ivan talking to his mother about how he wasn't ready to propose to Tasha because he wants to meet her family and the quote fantasy suite situation. And so I I found it amusing listening to Ivan tell his mom about how he wants to take the car for a test drive before he buys it. Well, you know, I I I think that uh that's I, I think Ivan should be Ivan is is so fortunate that he will get to take the car in a test drive, I guess. Um, you know, I but it's probably not a conversation you want to have with the mom. <laughs> yeah, I just found it funny. And then my my last high 
was watching Ben realize that he's in love with Tasha. It was a very cute conversation that he was having and he he's just so smitten and adorable like coming to this realization of his feelings. I loved the conversation and I, I Ben has me so smitten and he's adorable. I would never send him home. So if he's still single and listens to the pod, you know, hit me up in the DMs, Ben, because I will never do this to you. I will never make you fourth place. You're at least top three material. Well, and and I, I as I recall, you were also interested in, in visiting Texas and, and seeing if you could find Ivan as well. Yes. You know, I, I, would like to meet many of these men. Uh, they seem to be a good group of guys. And, and, um, and, you know, the last high I had uh, was, and this comes from the dad perspective is the fact that Ben's dad apparently is a doctor dealing with COVID and he is a no show for, for coming out to the bachelor. And as I think I've told you in the past, I would not be that excited about, um, uh, at least hosting people coming to say, Hey, um, you know, your daughter's one of my finalists and, uh, uh, I'm dating three other girls too, but, uh, you know, your daughter's uh, one of the top four. So aren't, isn't she very fortunate? So, um, good for Ben's dad for taking care of people and dealing with COVID and not showing up for the bachelor. Okay. That's fair. That's fair. So what lows do you have from our two episodes? Well, um, you know, a few, uh, you know, number one, uh, I was disappointed that no one in Bennett didn't get to ride out in the same limo when they got, uh, both talked. Uh, you know, I thought that would have been a lot of fun. Yeah. That, that would have been a lot of fun. Maybe we can get a spinoff show. I, I think people would watch. Uh, I had a low, uh, of Yusuf came back and, you know, it was sort of interesting that everything was about uh, Tasha as it should be, except let's bring back Yusuf because he was such a jerk when he left, uh, I guess, early on in Claire, Claire Crawley's uh, reign and went out in flames and uh, let's bring him back and let's see if we can get him to be somewhat of a human. And we couldn't get that. You know, even Chris Harrison tried to, to throw him a lifeline and Yusef said, no, thank you. And uh, went all in and saying, Hey, I was totally right. And, um, you know, he was, he, you know, rewatching him leaving the show. It was really quite scary. Yeah. He, he has no regrets about how he spoke to Claire, refused to apologize. And, you know, when Chris Harrison's like, well, is that how you would want a man speaking to your daughter? And he's like, yeah, if she acts that way, I hope someone would speak to her. Like, this guy's such a douchebag. Chris Harrison tweeted last night, like, you can you can lead a horse to water, but you can't make it apologize. Well, there you go, Chris Harrison. I'm not following you on Twitter, but, uh, I, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but I missed you, Chris Harrison. You know, I'm, I'm, I wasn't a big JoJo fan. And when it comes to someone saying, hey, there's only one rose left, Chris Harrison is your man. He, he definitely is. He has many skills, that, that man, Chris Harrison. So one of my lows is more of like an awkward moment. Brendan's hometown date when they're going to do like a little carnival and he's like oh well it wouldn't be complete without my niece and his niece like comes running up with her arms spread 
quite obviously, I think, running at Brendan because she knows Brendan. And Taisha just like steps in front and is like, oh, she's running towards me and gives this little kid a hug. And this kid has no idea who she is. So it just seemed very weird to me that Taisha thought that this kid was running up to her wanting a hug. She obviously wanted to talk, wanted, wanted to be with Brand- Brendan. I, I thought that was quite the interception by Taisha. You know, uh, it, you know, it looked like a Baker Mayfield situation there. Okay, well, I don't watch the Browns, so I can't comment on that one. Well, I, I must say that the biggest low light for me was when uh, Chris Harrison came in to talk to the guys about the hometown visits, and there was just way too much guy sharing and emotion. They had to tamp it down, and then it ended up with a bunch of guy hugs. You know, I, I thought that was a little bit over the top. You know, you're, you guys are competing against one another. You, you, need to, you need to tamp it down a little bit there. Okay, what's wrong with guy hugs, though? They respect each other. They, they respect the competition. I, I have some thoughts on guy hugs, which I will share with you when we get into uh, in, into the end element there. Okay, well, I might have to share with you a book that I'm reading on the descent of men and how they need to be changing the idea of masculinity to match our changing society. Might need you to read it after I'm done, buddy. Well, I'm not sure that's on the top of my reading list, but uh, we'll, we'll talk over the holidays. Okay. And, and then, you know, the last low light I have, and, and I'm sure you must have it somewhere in, in our list, is, you know, if you're in love with the girl, don't tell Chris Harrison. You need to tell the girl. Yeah, poor Benny. I have the Ben breakup as a low too, but I, I obviously it's very sad, and I could tell that. Ben was getting set up for failure since they had the sad music and he was like, oh, I'm in love with her. And then they, he kind of fumbles over his words and can't tell Tasha after the hometown date. And he's the only one that had a conversation with Chris Harrison walking into the rose ceremony. But I got kind of frustrated with Tasha after she broke up with Ben that conversation they had, they're sitting there and Tasha seemed kind of mad and upset that Ben wasn't giving her enough emotion. She was saying like, don't shut down on me now. But it's like, you dumped him. Like you don't get to ask anything of him anymore. Like he can process this how he wants. And I don't think she gets to invalidate their whole relationship because of how he's handling this shock. I, I I agree with that, and and you know Ben obviously uh, controls his emotions probably to to too much of an extent. I think uh, when when Chris was talk Chris Harrison was talking about the hometown dates, he was saying he never cries, and if you're going to cry, that was probably the time that he should be crying. And um, you know he he's he's not a very emotional guy, which. From a generational perspective, probably, uh, you know, is more my generation than perhaps your generation. I don't know. I, I you know, the, the mom was watching with me tonight and I was saying, you know, is, is, is vulnerability the thing that uh, uh, is, is so important these days? And she said, well, maybe that just translates into honesty. I don't know. This podcast is sponsored by Jackson Creative a custom communication agency located in downtown Hickory, North Carolina, specializing in online content creation. To learn more, 
visit thejacksoncreative.com. Jackson Creative, we tell your story. But uh, but obviously Ben was not able to to show the emotion or or say the words that Tasha was looking for, which was unfortunate because uh, he does seem like a good guy and they seem like a good match. Yeah, I'm curious to know like how Tasha feels watching it back and realizing all the things that she didn't see. But yeah. my last low is literally watching the sweat drip off of Zach's face while he's kissing Tasha. It was disgusting. And we can just add all of the sweaty men to the low because you know what? Tasha, she looks cool, cool as a freaking cucumber out in that La Quinta heat. And these men look like they just got out of the shower. It's disgusting. Well, I, I suspect it's a dry heat out there, but you know when it's 110, it's so hot. But I, I noticed uh, as you did that uh, the guys seem to be very sweaty, and and uh, I mentioned to the mom during the show that Ivan I thought had a good play there. It's like stay out of the heat. Let's go inside. We'll do some cooking. We'll have a good time. And I thought that was a good move by him. It was a good move, but then you still see his face, and he's still s- super sweaty. Well, those those lights they put on you, those studio lights are very hot. Okay, well, Tasha's not sweating, and these boys are. And if you're going to sweat, if you are if you know you're going to be in a sweaty situation, wear a black shirt. Zach did. I respected that. Brendan in his hot pink shirt, like, ugh, that, that was just asking for trouble. He already had pit stains when Tasha got to the date, and he ran up and hugged her. Like, come on, man, use your brain. Okay, well, you're you're noticing more than I, so let's move along. Okay, right reason. I'm giving it to all of Tuesday night's episode. I thought this was one of the more pure and genuine episodes, let alone like a hometown episode with everyone's family that I've seen in a long time. And the whole time I was watching it, I just kept thinking like, all these guys are so great. Like, how is she going to be able to say bye to one? There, it's just it's the best final four that I remember in a long time. Well, I I think that was a great it was it was a good show. I specifically wrote down Ivan's mom, who she said that she is a skeptic, but she trusts her son and wants him to be happy. And I thought that that was the best sentiment that uh, a parent could have in this situation. So. Uh, for right reason, I put that down. Okay. I'm not surprised that you put the one parent that was skeptical as your right reason. Fair enough. And the other right reason, and this is more of a global type answer, and and, and I wrote this really, uh, I, I noted this during the Tell All program uh, Monday evening, but uh, it just struck me that uh, Tasha is really – in a league above probably all these guys. And, and I, I see her as a heartbreaker, but really not in a bad way. You know, there, there are people like Claire Crawley that might break your heart, but you will probably in a few weeks realize that you were lucky because she's crazy. And if she dumped you, ultimately that's not a bad thing. But, but for Tasha, she, she, handles her business in such a way. And she seems like such a nice, genuine person that I, I fear that 
the guys that she dumps, and I, I'm thinking of Blake, and I'm thinking of Riley and the other guys, that you know they're going to be thinking about this a year down the road, saying she was the one. And and um, uh, ultimately, I I think I texted you last night that she's a rock star. Well, actually, she is a queen, and she now has an army of guys that uh, are going to kill for her if she asked them to. All these guys are probably still thinking, well, you know, usually this thing doesn't work out with the guy she chooses. I hope she still has my number. I think that's what all those guys are still thinking. Yeah, I think so. And and I think that most of them are not in her league. You know, when she's breaking up with Riley and she's just like, you're such a nice guy. I feel so comfortable. Like there's nothing wrong with you. And I'm just sitting there like, yeah, you're just not hot compared to the other guys. Like she's most of those guys were just not in her league. I I do feel like Ivan and Ben are though. I I would think those might be the closest, but um, you know she's yeah you know, she's uh, she's pretty impressive. I agree. So wrong reason. I obviously have to go to Monday night's episode because Tuesday night as a whole was my right reason. And I really don't want to talk about this person anymore. So hopefully this will be the last time I ever speak of him until paradise. But I'm giving the wrong reason to Bennett. You know, he's showing back up, causing drama, giving Noah a sippy cup to drink green juice out of. I'm I'm glad Tasha didn't take this man back. And But I don't see why she entertained the idea enough to let him even go to the rose ceremony and stir up anything with the boys like it I do not like Bennett I think he's super condescending and as Noah said a Harvard d-bag I am just not a fan well and and I think maybe even Bennett said that he was a Harvard d-bag or or said maybe people think he is and uh, yeah he at one point said I feel like this is a lock uh, or she wouldn't have asked me back so I'm uh, again, I was happy to see him sent home twice, uh, so that was good. And 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 I'll say also for wrong reason, I did put down Noah in that he seems like a nice guy, but he, you know he seems almost more like the guy that's focused on hanging with the bros as opposed to ready to settle down and get married. So I ultimately don't think he was there for the right reason. Um, you know, he's again, uh, when I compare him to Bennett, I'm on team Noah, but I don't think he was there for the right reason. Yeah. And he is a lot younger than most of the guys on the season. He's 25. And I think that when you compare him to like all these 30 year olds, 36 year olds, like you can tell a maturity difference. But I think compared to a lot of 25-year-olds that have been on the show before, like he handled himself pretty well with how much heat he was getting from Bennett. Well, I'll, I'll go along with that. Great, great. Okay. So my MVP, I'm changing it to MVPs because I, I just really loved Tuesday night's episode. And I'm giving it to Brendan, Zach, Ivan, and Ben for just being a fabulous Final Four. Um, all of their hometown dates were so cute. Watching them like come up with date ideas for what it would be like in their hometown and their 
also genuinely into Tasha because she she is a queen, as you say. And I feel like we've just never seen the group of men be so vulnerable and open before. And I I just really enjoyed the whole episode. Start to start to finish. Well, not through finish. I didn't like the end with Ben getting dumped. But, you know, the first hour 45, I loved it. Okay. Well, I, you know, I, 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 uh, I think you're avoiding any difficult decisions there, but I think, uh, you know, if you want to name all the guys, uh, MVP, I think you can do that. It's, it's really your show. So that's fine. Also honorable mention to the cute nieces of the episode. We got to see Brendan's niece and Ivan's niece. So Very cute nieces. that was good. Yeah. So, so, you know, you know, so quickly lightning round for you. Of the guys that got dumped, who's most likely to end up on Chlamydia Island? Blake, Riley, Noah, Bennett, or Ben? Or or which of them do you think will show up on Chlamydia Island? Definitely Noah and Bennett. And depending on what happens with Ben and Tasha, if there is anything that happens, Ben will be there for sure. He'll be like the king. What about Blake? I don't care about Blake. I don't okay. think anyone else cares about Blake. Okay. Well, I, 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 you know, he seems to be, I, I don't know. I, I sort of found him to be an intriguing guy. So I, I could, I could see him ending up on the Island show, but I mean, uh, he'll probably end up there. Most of these guys do, but will I be interested? No. All right. So last week we told our listeners that uh, we would entertain questions if they had any. And we, we now have a, uh, uh, email address at my dad watches the bachelor gmail.com. And you can also, what, what is it you say? DM us on our Instagram. Yes. Direct message DM. Okay. And Peter W sent a direct message saying that he loves the podcast. Do people get paid to go on the show or do they enjoy being debated? And I think he might've meant debased and humiliated on TV. What's the answer to that one? So the contestants do not get paid to go on the show. They're going for free. They have to bring all of their outfits, everything. They, I mean, the women have to do their own hair and makeup. Um, so they they do not get paid. They're going on for free. But the the lead does get paid. So Taisha is getting paid. And the standard rate for a lead is roughly $100,000 which is a lot of money. However, it's like supposed to be based somewhat off of the salary they'd be getting at their job that they had to quit. And, and what was, what is or was Tasha's job? Well, tasha has been in bachelor nation for a while. So I think she's just an influencer at this point. She's an influencer. She okay. used to be a phlebotomist, I think. Okay. And we did get a, I also got an email question. From Gary, who asked, why does Bennett get to come back if he's been told to leave? Who makes these decisions in a pandemic? How does that work? Any thoughts on that one? <laughs> That's a good question, Gary. Um, I don't know logistically how the quarantine works. I would imagine that Bennett did not leave the bubble if he was allowed to come back. And it's probably a combination of producer intervention and Bennett having nothing else to do as to what led him back to Tasha's door. Okay. Well, 
Thank you for, we appreciate your questions and you can send us more questions on our Instagram page, the My Dad Watches The Bachelor or My Dad Watches The Bachelor at gmail.com. Yeah, I'd also like to take a quick moment, Dad, to officially congratulate you on getting 25% of your top four correct since Ivan did make the top four. Well, actually, um, Ivan, I think, made the top three. Yes, but we only went for top four. Okay. And so I'd like to congratulate you on that. Um, I I cannot say the same for myself. So we are officially one in one on our top four competition. I'd, I'd like to say that I had some insights, but I think it was pretty much dumb luck. But I accept your grad- congratulations. Thank you. I will. I will get the win back for Matt James' season. Well, we look forward to that. <laughs> so, do you have any fatherly advice to wrap us up tonight? A couple of things. Um, you know, first off, uh, kudos to Tasha for the way she dealt with, as you said, uh, getting rid of Blake and Riley. Not that they're bad people, but you know, she ripped that Band-Aid off. Uh, if you're going to break up, uh, don't let it linger. Uh Another piece of advice, if you're going to have your boyfriend or girlfriend meet the family, you should do a little prep work with the family. And I don't think that the bachelors or, or the the potential bachelors had an opportunity to do a lot of do any prep work with their family. But if you do have that opportunity, you know, you you do want to talk a little bit with the family and just let them know what they're getting into. And then finally, and probably most importantly, I want to come back to the issue of guy hugs. I don't think this is an issue first off, but continue. They're they're only appropriate. Guy hugs are only appropriate at weddings, funerals, winning important sporting events. And at the end of the evening, uh, after you might've hit up eight plus breweries or so, you can hug each other because you really won't remember it the next day. And this is really dad law. This is important. So Guy hugs, you really want to control the guy hugs there. Well, I feel like you've told us two dad laws now, and I disagree with both of them. I feel like we have a little bit of toxic masculinity coming our way right now. I think it's okay for boys to hug whenever they want to. It's great to show your emotions. It's great to have feelings. And even, you know, if you want to cry a little bit during the guy hug, who are we to stop you? Only after you've been to eight breweries and you don't remember it the next day. But anyway, we'll I'm sure we'll discuss this more over Christmas. Oh, boy. Can't wait for that. <laughs> All right. Well, join us next week to hear about the finale of Tasha's season. We have a Monday night and Tuesday night episode that you're not going to want to miss because you're going to hear it from the right perspective and my dad's. You've been listening to The Mesh, an online media network of shows and programs ranging from business to arts, sports to entertainment, music to community. All programs are available on the website as well as through iTunes and YouTube. Check us out online at themesh.tv. Discover other network shows and give us feedback on what you just heard.